Hello, and welcome to AFM Ready. I'm your host, Kelly Miller, Recruitment Coordinator for the School of Accounting and Finance at the University of Waterloo. And every week, we like to focus on a new topic relating to the accounting and financial management program. Today, we'll spend the next 30 minutes talking about two unique aspects of AFM that you won't find anywhere else. Joining us on the show today is Kevin McMahon and Lynn Graham. Kevin, Lynn, thank you for being here today. To start, can you tell us about your roles within the SAF? Yeah, thank you, Kelly. It's really great to be on your podcast. Um, So Kevin and I are part of um, one of the teams at the School of Accounting and Finance that is really student experienced focused. We're the Student Opportunities and Engagement Team. Um, My role is as Community Engagement Coach, And in that role, I have um, a wide variety of activities and and, um, opportunities to work with students and to connect with, um, you know, making their experience within the school um, one that feels like it's meeting their goals and working towards their achievements. Hi, Kelly. I'm Kevin McMahon, and I'm also on the student um, opportunities and experience team with Lynn. And my focus is on sort of tying everything together in terms of um, community engagement, co-op, and other extra and co-curricular activities that students can get involved in. Kevin, when a student is researching a number of programs, it can quickly become overwhelming. And a student may start to think that all of these different business programs are relatively the same. But AFM isn't. It's quite unique, isn't it? It certainly is. I would say that AFM is unique primarily in two really specific ways. So first of all, AFM is unique because of its overall academic focus. We focus on core curriculum that is unique, and that is accounting, finance, problem solving, and an entrepreneurial mindset. And then from there, students can drill down to combine two or even three career interest specializations from within these areas so that they can customize their program. So the first way it's unique is its academic focus. In most business programs, students are required to either pick accounting or finance or another area of business and then focus on that. But we appeal to students who are thinking beyond business, really. Uh, We attract students who want to develop uh, knowledge and skills that can be applied to solve problems, not only in business, but in any area of society. And the second way that AFM is unique is its overall approach to learning we embrace an experiential model of learning. We include opportunities in and outside of the classroom for all students. Co-op isn't an option in AFM, it's actually required, as are other opportunities to get involved within and outside of the SAF community. And these opportunities allow students to develop important enabling skills competencies, such as self-management, people skills, problem-solving skills. And it's important because 
These skills are really hard to learn, if not impossible to learn, in the classroom alone. These are things that you need to experience outside of the classroom. You need to experience these situations in order to develop these things. So it's unique because of its academic focus, but also on the way that students learn in AFM. And Lynn, AFM is also unique in the way that it's structured. Can you tell us how the AFM program works and what makes it different? Absolutely. The program, as Kevin mentioned, has that really, really strong experiential learning component to it. And we feel like some of the um, ways in which students can gain that um, experiential learning side of things is to work sort of co-curricularly with their classes, running programming that is outside of class. So what we've developed is something called the 2YX program or the, the two-year experience. And it's focused on the first two years within the AFM program. And then um, through the first two years, we're setting up a series of experiences and skills development that allow them um, as students then to do that customization Kevin mentioned in years three and four. Um, but our program has the real uniqueness in the integration of academics and like the co and extracurriculars that will then help the students customize um, and take advantage of the opportunities that the school offers in third and fourth year. So what I'm what I'm um, seeing happening is that as we run the, this 2YX or this two-year experience program, we're having opportunities to build those uh, enabling competencies like communication skills and teamwork and collaboration um, and self-management, as Kevin mentioned, um, and then we're seeing those skills being practiced in the classroom. So there's an integration with their academics as well. And this is where, um, you know, the really um, strong development of the skills or integration and retention of the skills is happening because the students, um, you know, learn how to put their skills into action and use them in teamwork settings within the classroom. Kevin, can we take a minute and zoom in on the SAF2YX program and take a look at the program goals? Of course we can do that, Kelly. The aim of 2YX is really to help students be, become an engaged learner so that they'll be choice ready at the end of year two and be confident designers of their own pathway forward in years three and four. Now, an engaged learner is someone who demonstrates professional curiosity, takes responsibility for his or her own success and overall well-being, but also someone who gets involved in the SAF community and supports the success of others in the, in, in the SAF community. 2YX follows a set of themes for each term, Kelly. So in the first two terms, which is, is year one, students will focus on getting acclimatized to university study and transitioning to the SAF community. As a student, you'll gain an understanding of the importance and the, um, the importance of personal and social responsibility in the SAF community, as well as have the opportunity to hone collaboration skills, 
uh, as Lynn said, uh, but also to start to develop your network of friends and, and peers at, in SAF. And then in year two, you'll focus on becoming ready for co-op, developing your professional relationship, building or networking skills, and getting choice ready for year three and four. Because in years three and four, you have the opportunity to make choices not only about courses, but also you'll be making choices about more senior co-op roles, how to get involved in the community as a leader, and think about uh, the impact that you want to make within that community, and also, of course, on launching your career. There's another interesting component to SAF2YX, and that's something called crews. Ling, can you tell us what crews are? Well, Kelly, the crews came about because we realized that in, in this um, process of building community and um, making that transition to university, that um, having a network of friends and peers was going to be important. And we saw that teams of about five, six, four, five, six people works really well. So we've put our entire first year and second year class in groups we call crews again between four and six people. Um, with this, they have that built-in network right from the beginning. They're um, able to work together in terms of thinking through their academic um, requirements, you know, reminding each other of deadlines and setting up um, discussions to talk through some of the concepts they might be struggling with or become study groups together. So academics is one of our um, key areas for the students. Then secondly, the co-op and career portion of their experience area. And, you know, that can be helping one another to think through like what their um, professional branding looks like, what their what their LinkedIn profile is and, and helping to encourage one another as they begin to set up that like professional um, look for themselves. Then we have community um, and, and that as has come up really often that we're feeling strongly about their, their connection with their um, School of Accounting and Finance community within their year, but then also amongst upper year students as well. And, um, and then, you know, having that chance to meet our alumni. Uh, and then finally in health and wellness and making sure that, you know, there's a strong underpinning there of understanding what it means to be, um, you know, taking care of oneself so that, you know, there's energy and focus and concentration to take on the challenges that the students are, are excited to pursue, um, you know, through their studies and the, and the student experience. So Cruise was a great, um, venue to be working through these topics and have the students working together connecting with one another and then we put in another um another layer to the connections and said hey wouldn't it be great i think the students would really value having an upper year student work with them and we call that person a peer support learning champion so that peer support learning champion meets with their crews um, between three and five times a term um, also being available to connect via email or, um, you know, through a text on at other points if students have questions, but they just kind of keep up with the students. Um, and again, this framework takes place in, in first year 
and in second year, um, because as Kevin mentioned, we have we have goals for the students, and they're and they're taking on um, new aspects of the student experience, moving into co-op, for example, and um, and you know more more challenging and, and in-depth classes. So we we offer this crew format with the upper year student again for the first and for the second year um, students, and we found that this has some real benefits. Um, not only to the cohesion of the student group in terms of knowing one another and knowing upper year students and, and, and how beneficial that is, but it also provides a really great way to communicate between the school and the students. Um, you know, the, the peer support learning champions may um, hear that the students are, are finding that something is really working for them, so they want to give positive feedback or they have some, um, some concerns or some challenges they want us to know, and then the peer support learning champion can also um, share that with us as staff and faculty, and we can then work together to, you know, just fine-tune the student experience. Um, another piece we've, we've added in, to enhance this communication is really to have crew casts as well, which are our, our video conferencing that happens um, about every other week. So, you know, approximately six times a term that we can then share information in that way as well. Um, and and um, the students can respond back and let us know if they have more questions. So you can see that um, there's been a lot of, of thought in the, in the shaping of the structure of this and getting that experiential learning in where, you know, we're um, talking about ideas of teamwork and collaboration and building community and then we're actually living it out in the crews um, and the students are experiencing that um, in their, you know, in their day to day life as students. And we're going to stay with you for a minute, Lynn, because crews is such an interesting concept. How did it come about? We were talking with our alumni and with employers and saying to them, you know, as you're looking into the into like the future of the workplace and what skills you see are really valuable to your employees and um, the ways in which you would like to see, um, you know, students coming to you out of university or or from, you know, within a co-op term um, with skills, what, what would you recommend to us? And one of the things they talked about was the value of teamwork um, and interpersonal skills communication skills, working working with others. Um, and so in taking that to heart, we started thinking about how beneficial that would be if the students saw that as um, part of the skill set that they were acquiring while they were in university. And then this co-curricular path kind of came about where we could teach teamwork um, it, within the crews and then the students could work with their crew to do group work in a classroom setting or a presentation setting um, and then that would you know give them the practice to the theory that they had been um, learning about teamwork you know through our conversations within the crews and and um, you know maybe over crew cast material. And when do they get matched up with their crewmates? Well, we've been setting up the crews for the first year students in roughly the, the latter part of August, thinking that it's really great for the students to begin their first year with some friends already, with some names and some people who are familiar to them. So we in, in, introduce them to one another and invite them to begin the conversation in, in August. And then there, that crew stays together through all of first year. Um, and in second year, in 2A, the students are put into a new crew. And that 
um, just gives them the chance to practice that team development skill again, that they're with a new group of people getting to, new, know, to know someone new and um, working with a diversity of individuals. And they start that in 2A. Um, and then they get a third new crew when they are in 2B. Uh, we find that it's really helpful to have this practice in team development and kind of um, becoming really good at developing a team and collaboration style quickly because that mirrors more of what happens for students in a workplace whether it's co-op or whether you know their full-time work when they're done we just find that um, the students are reporting back to us that they're seeing these skills have been well developed in themselves um, that in work you know they'll they'll be put into a new group perhaps of you know sets of skills that they need to work with in terms of you know a client um, project and so on, and that they're very good now at beginning that teamwork process and of getting to know people and starting to open those communication channels. So it's been really gratifying to hear that the students are finding um, that they're reaping the benefits of their teamwork practice already in their first co-op term. Thing that I really like about crews, and there's so many different aspects that I love about it. But one thing that stands out to me from a, a recruitment standpoint is that we often deal with international students or students who are moving away from home for the very first time who are feeling anxious or a little fearful because they're not going to know anybody. But this really helps with that, doesn't it? You know, it has been a really valuable tool. We started um, working in variations on this two-year experience um, over about the last four years. So it was something that we already had in place and we were working with. This year, with all of the fall courses being online, I think that students had um, a lot of concerns at first about how they would meet their classmates, how they would get to know other students, um, and then, you know, how would they meet upper year students, for example, because upper year students are such a valuable source of information and knowledge and and, um, you know, just being able to welcome the incoming students into the school. And it seems like 2YX and the crews have really um, helped mitigate some of those concerns of the isolation of an online term, perhaps, with just saying, hey, you know, here you are, here's a group of classmates that you can work with. Um, here's an upper year student who's ready to, um, you know, to chat with you, to hear your your concerns, and to you know provide you with information and um, and strategies and tips, um, and we've just seen that it's really worked well for us in in you know in an online term, and and um, we already had some practice doing this, so it's been a fairly smooth transition. And that's a really good point too, Lynn. When you think about the whole transition to online learning, it really seems like Cruise has helped because it does offer students the opportunity to connect with one another, even if it is in a virtual setting. Just out of curiosity, have you heard any feedback from students about what they think about the concept of Cruise? You know, we are starting to hear from the students um, who are in our first year class this year. We had one of our students working on an article for the student newspaper and she was sharing with us some quotes um, that were collected from students. And, you know, just to share one of them with you, it says, the staff has given me the opportunity to connect with my fellow peers through crews. Crews have been beneficial for me because I can get help from my peers when needed. During this pandemic, it's so easy to feel isolated, but the crew has helped me feel at ease and more comfortable 
learning remotely. And, you know, those kinds of pieces of feedback are so um, heartening to us, you know, to know that the students are, you know, feeling more comfortable, more supported, and, you know, that they're feeling empowered then to, to really lean into uh, an online learning environment and, and get excited about their studies. And how do you match everybody up? Do you try to find students with like the same type of dynamics or are you trying to mix and match? How does that work? We are putting together crews of our whole first year class. So there are a lot of people involved. And in fact, we found that having students be randomly placed together in a crew real, more clearly mirrors a, a workplace environment or more of the you know, the, the situations they would find themselves in where, you know, a team is put together maybe based on skill sets or the needs of a client project, as I mentioned, you know, that might be what's bringing the students like or the, the team together. So in our case, you know, we have all of these um, students who are interested in accounting and finance and working um, in that field. So, you know, we have just sort of divided them up into crews on a random basis ones that also allow for them to, um, you know, work out their academic and course schedules as well. So that that fits into our determination. Um, but then from there, um, they're just invited to find ways in which, you know, they have commonalities between them or ways in which their skills enhance um, the skill sets of the others in their crew. And it's been something that has um, shown a lot of promise when the students mentioned having met new people and um, and started to see the benefits of the of different working styles and so on. Um, so randomness has has been our, our best go at creating the crews. So last question, this is my favorite question that I like to ask all my guests. Why AFM? Kevin, do you want to start with this one? Sure, Kelly. Why AFM? I would say um, primarily because no school is doing what we are doing. We are on the leading edge of helping to define what it means to be an accounting and finance professional. And it starts once again with that unique academic focus. We're combining accounting and finance and analytics and sustainability and an entrepreneurial mindset. And secondly, it's because we embrace this experiential learning model. Not only co-op, but it's these extracurricular and co-curricular activities that are, that are integrated within the student experience that really help students hone skills, test things out, figure out what it is that they want and like and how they want to launch their career. I'll give you a, a bit of an example. If you were to tackle problem solving, you can, you can, you can do it in a classroom setting and, and you know maybe that's through a case and you can discuss the issues and, and practice solving the problem hypothetically. But when you're placed into a real situation, that's when you actually learn how to apply what it is that you're doing. If you were developing leadership skills, the best way to do that 
would be to manage a part of a project on a co-op work term or be responsible for a deliverable in your crew, for example. And so YAFM, I would say it's because not only what we do, but how we do it. Thanks, Kevin. And Lynn, how about you? Well, you you are asking your guests this question, so you're going to be getting lots of answers. There's so many areas to cover about, you know, why did, why one should choose AFM. So I'm going to share with you something that I've seen really clearly as the person who, um, you know, thinks about the community side of um, the life of the School of Accounting and Finance. And as I've said, you know, all of this work I've done with Cruz and um, 2YX, what I would say is AFM is the place to be because you not only have a great um, set of peers to work with, but you also have upper year students who are really gracious about giving of their time and about um, sharing their knowledge and their skills and their experiences with the students in the years that are below them. Um, there's so much camaraderie and um, and like support being given amongst students. Um, I would say that is that is the angle of AFM I see that I would really like students to know about. Thanks for listening to our AFM Ready podcast. For more information about the AFM program, you can go to our website at uwaterloo.ca slash SAF, or you can always check out our AFM Ready website, where you can chat with current students, read student experience blogs, watch tons of videos, plus so much more. All you need to do is click the link in the description box. Until next time.